0: And we're back. This is Chris. This is Ryan, and welcome back to Two Peas in a Podcast. Yeah. Another little... Our very own little half-cast.
1: Yeah, a little short show. That uh, recurring theme that uh, Ryan and I will do. A series with just the two of us chit-chatting about Mm -hmm. stuff. And we we have a shared experience that uh, we wanted to talk about anyway. All the more reason it's appropriate that we're doing this together. Yes. Back in January, Ryan and I went to the legendary Stone Pony in Asbury Park to see the Gym Blossoms. Yes, we did. Which is a band neither of us have seen, but we've been listening nope. to for a while. For and, uh, about
0: two decades. Yeah, so. <laughs> which is so
1: weird actually. That that occurred to Ryan about a week or so before we went to the show. Yeah. He said, Can you believe New Miserable Experience is twenty years old? I said, Dude, tell me about it. It's it's crazy. It yeah, is 1992,
0: crazy ninety two, Hey Jealousy was spinning on M T V and the radio. Yeah. That's and insane. I remember watching the music video for that, and I was,
1: at that point, probably nine years old. <laughs> <laughs> Even a few weeks ago, when uh, it was Groundhog Day, and AMC was showing Groundhog Day all day, I was like, Jesus Christ, this movie is 20 years old. Yeah, that was what, 91, 92? 92, 92. I believe. Yeah. It's so weird it's to crazy. think of stuff that's 20 years old that just feels so recent. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure everybody has had that, but when you, th- when you were, let's say, in the 90s, you thought of something that was 20 years old. It really seemed like such a. uh, Granted, probably we weren't 20 at the time, even. (laughs) So it was hard to have a grasp on 20 years anyway. Right. But it's still so weird to think something like that is 20 years old, like something that just feels modern but so isn't. Yeah. And a lot
0: of stuff from the 90s is being considered classic rock at this point. Yeah. Which is weird, which really dates us and makes us feel very old.
1: It's so bizarre. Now, that's actually, I've posed this question to a few people just kind of in conversation. I don't think I've done it on the show. I could be wrong. Um, incidentally, there obviously, we had a, a music cast a couple weeks ago with uh, Andrew, Jimmy, and Dan, and myself. And uh, there's, we have so much to talk about. There's actually another one coming up pretty soon with the four of us again because there's so much stuff we want to talk about that we didn't cover in the first one. So the four of us are going to be doing another one soon. But uh, when you think about, let's say, classic rock as we know it and looking at something that's like 15 years old or 20 years old, which is weird to think that the 90s now qualifies as being classic rock. Yeah. There really isn't going to be classic rock come 2020 no. in another seven years because there really wasn't any rock music. I mean, unless there's, you want to talk about some bullshit like Stained. Yeah, there's not nearly as much rock music nowadays
0: as there was 20 years ago, 30 years ago.
1: Well, there's nothing that's going to be played on the radio because rock bands don't get played on the radio now. No. So there's not going to be you're anything. Unless Nickelback, that, that's about uh, it. That's it, yeah. yeah. Unless they're going to classify something like Maroon 5 as rock, which it isn't. It's pop. I mean, they're a band, but they're a pop band. Mm. I mean, there's nothing. Rock
0: has a very broad blanket. It's a very broad term, I feel. So, I mean,
1: they play guitars and
0: drums and bass. Like, they're they're deeper rock bands. But Rihanna has
1: guitar and drums. She's Nuno from Extreme plays guitar on tour with Rihanna. I don't think Rihanna's going to get played on classic rock. Uh,
0: I, I don't think so either, but. I, I don't know. I just I, I feel like they would classify as rock in, in some form, it, whether it's pop rock,
1: no matter how you want to label it. Well, that's the closest I can think of as far as what would be considered. Even that was kind of weird when I saw it. Um, I think it was over the summer or last fall. They actually put out a 10th anniversary edition of Songs About Jane. I was like, fucking the first Maroon 5 album came out 10 years ago already. Yeah. Even that was weird. Yeah. Like, I just don't feel like it was that long ago. It's so strange. It is. See, the 90s, though, was the last time rock bands were actually in the charts. They could have a Top 40 single, and they would get played on, like, pop radio. Now there, is, there isn't that crossover at all, mm-hmm. which is really weird because it's the first time that's happened since yeah. there has been rock music.
0: But if you look at those charts now, it's 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 all garbage, whether it's Billboard or iTunes Top 200 or yeah. anything like that. it's It's filled with Nicki Minaj and Justin Bieber and... One Direction, One Direction, and, and Rihanna. Who's yeah. getting? Who's the, it's songs the same are getting five people account for all two hundred songs on?
1: Ryan and I went iTunes. to dinner last night, and there was I don't know what the Rihanna song was. but I was like, is she just getting less coherent? Yeah, I, I can understand her less now than I did circa Umbrella, Five right. six years ago, <laughs> like I
0: said, it's she she does a lot of that off the boat Aruban shit wherever the hell she's from. <laughs> where it, it's almost like caribbean yodeling uh, i can't understand a <laughs> word she says most of the time it's awful
1: yeah i'm definitely understanding there's certain songs where she actually does say.
0: sing and she just sounds like any other american girl but then she does that that club shit and it's just like where, where are you from
1: yeah it's honestly <laughs> unintelligible yeah. I, I can't figure out what she's saying at all <laughs> i mean maybe a band like nickelback who i know for their last album as much as i don't listen to them anymore and haven't for quite a while just because their music doesn't do anything for me anymore. I, I used to like them. I did too. Um, I had like their first four albums, but I just they just don't do anything for me anymore. Um, they released, I believe simultaneously, like a ballad and more of a rock song off of their last album, because obviously they knew the ballad was going to get played on pop radio or was more likely to get played on pop radio. The rock song would get played on rock stations. Right. That's not a bad idea. And for a band like them who has name recognition, one of the few bands who are out right now who... A pop audience would know. They know Nickelback. And there's even so few of those. Like, it makes sense for them to do it. But it's not that there aren't bands. It's just weird they don't get played on the radio. Like, Hailstorm's a great band. Right. I I love their first album. Their second one, not so much, even though it had some great songs.
0: But they're they're never going to get mainstream radio play. Definitely not.
1: it's, It's sad. I mean... I'm tired of the rock is dead thing because it's not. It's very much alive and well, yeah. especially outside of the United States. But nobody
0: wants to hear it anymore, and it's really just absurd to me. Yeah. Everyone just wants to hear dance music, and I, I don't get it. Yeah.
1: It's so weird to think that the 90s, though, will be the last decade where bands were in the charts. I mean, it'd be nice if it turned around, but I don't expect it to. Yeah. Because I don't expect audiences and mass will be hungry for guitar-based music anymore. Right at least and not a pop audience at all and i
0: think a lot of it stems from america's very weird obsession with dancing but they forget that you can actually <laughs> dance to rock music it is possible yeah people were dancing songs. to rock music long before there was any of this club beat techno shit oh yeah on.
1: of course all the all the early rock and roll stuff you can But dance if you in.
0: can't, you know, bump your ass and grind or whatever it is these crazy kids are doing these days to it. They just they <laughs> want to have no part of it.
1: And if there's isn't a rap breakdown in it. Right. Which is something I really wish would go by the wayside. Even and whatever the Rihanna tune we heard last night was, is like of course a rapper jumps in in the middle. Yeah. I, I couldn't even tell you what song it was, but I couldn't either. Yeah. I only well, knew I, it was her. I couldn't her. tell you what she was saying either. <laughs> yeah. I just knew it was her. That's the only reason I knew it was her because of the sound. I was like, I can't understand what this broad saying. It's definitely Rihanna. <laughs> that's why I thought it was a weird choice when Nuno Betancourt from Extreme was picked up as her guitar player for her yeah. tour. I was like, that's weird. I mean, it's great that she wants to have live musicians play with right. her. But yeah. I, I don't know how many of her songs actually feature guitar, short of
0: California Kingbed, an actual actual guitar solo. Yeah, I have no or idea. something that would live up to what he can do.
1: Yeah. As I a mean, guitarist. It, I mean, good for him. Hopefully some people get into Extreme because they'll be like, this guy's really good. Yeah. And that he is. Yeah. So it'd be nice if bands did that or if, if pop acts did that and had live musicians because there are so few especially mm-hmm. when it comes to like rap artists and all that like when i remember seeing um when wyclef's first solo album came out he, he played on that uh, when mtv had the 10 spot mm-hmm. the concert at 10 p.m I'm yeah like, i forgot what weeknight it was i mean like monday or tuesday and he had his band was all i mean he's a guitar player anyway but he had all musicians yeah. He had a full band on stage, and I was like, "That's awesome!" That because the dude is a bonafide fide rapper. Yeah. Especially coming off of the Fu- Fuji's album, which was huge. Yeah. For him to assemble a bunch of musicians was awesome to go out on tour. Yeah. And uh, man, that, that that was pretty. I was like, maybe this is kind of the way it's going to go. It didn't pan out that way. No. But I thought it was good. <laughs> yeah, and it, it is a great thing to see, see that. Where it's not just
0: like, well, I'm a rapper and that's it, and I'm not going to recognize any other sort of music or try to blend any other elements into what I do.
1: Exactly. It's, you can
0: I, you can be a rapper and have a guitarist
1: in your band or a, an actual drummer and not just programmed beats. Yeah. yeah. All the pop acts did in the 80s, which, I mean, here we go again, Ryan and I love in the 80s, but it's true. Like, Janet Jackson had guitar solo. Joe Satriani toured with Janet Jackson mm-hmm. back in the 80s. And, uh, I mean, tons of pop songs. Sunglasses at Night has a guitar solo in right. it. Right. The list of songs is endless, but there are plenty of pop songs that once upon a time all had guitars in them. Yeah. You I know, think it's beated. so weird no, that that's, Eddie Van Halen the
0: guitar solo for that.
1: Yeah. Michael Jackson always had a live band. Right. He's the king of pop. Literally. Yeah. yeah. So it, come on. If you can't take anything else from his influence, take that. Or if you want to take something in particular, forget the dancing. Get a band. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I would love to see that. And that's why I put my little plea out in... Uh, Headline cast for Taylor Swift to play more, song, like play guitar and stop doing shit. Like I knew you were in trouble. This is programmed electronic bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get out there and play guitar. So hopefully girls will start playing yeah. guitar Even because you can play guitar. Songs. You yeah. do, yeah. yeah, she does. She, I, I believe she writes songs on guitar. And mm-hmm. as I said in that show, I would love to hear the stuff Taylor Swift would play in her bedroom to herself. Same way I'd like to hear right. Alicia Keys just play piano and sing.
0: Mm-hmm. She is extremely talented.
1: Yeah, she's great. She's got a great voice. Great voice. Do that. She plays an instrument. I was ex- I actually, I remember when her, ex- that had a 10th anniversary release recently, too, her first album. Wow. I know, right? Isn't it weird? This is fucking um, with me right now. <laughs> and I swear we're going to get the Gym Blossoms in a minute. We will. But, um, <laughs> just because we're on the subject of of bands and musicians kind of going by the wayside in terms of the pop music spectrum. Even her first album, when there was so much heat on it, and I heard, I was like, "Ooh, piano, and she's doing kind of like a. You know the kind of ooh in the beginning of the songs and all that. Then all of a sudden the and I'm like, oh fuck this! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah, i like, I just can't. Even her unplugged concert, I or, was like
0: otherwise you can you can do it. You can mm-hmm. you can listen to that even that. It, it, it just wasn't what so I hoped for. I love that for. kind of stripped down, just a girl and a piano kind of yeah. music. It's, it's so awesome. And that would have been Even a with a perfect... backing band. Like, that's why Sarah Bareilles is so great. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, she actually plays an instrument. She plays a guitar. She plays a
1: piano. And, and you can, can just listen
0: to her play the piano and sing, and nothing else is going on. And it's awesome.
1: Yeah, and that's fine. And she's had yeah. pop hits. Right. Do that. And she tours with a live band. And Ryan yeah. and I have both seen her live separately, mm-hmm. but she was great. Oh, she was amazing. A little lively show. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of fun. I just wish a lot more especially women i feel like women tend to be more pop singers yeah. cuz you've boy bands but you you generally don't have a successful guy who's a solo artist like a pop artist mm-hmm. i mean i realize yeah. disney channel and nickelodeon try and push certain people maybe <laughs> certain dudes from tv shows or whatever but not in the same way you have women where you'd have rihanna carly ray Jepsen, or people like that like a solo yeah, pop solo singer pop artists. You don't really get that so much with guys, so I think women, it was something actually a, a few teachers emphasized. one particular class I took with producer Richie Zito when I was at MI, was saying to girls, well, the, I'm sorry, the females in the class, like, learn an instrument. He said, don't wait for some guy to program beats for you, or just yeah. look for a bunch of guys to play instruments. Learn how to play guitar or piano or something so you can accompany yourself. Don't wait on some guy, because there's no shortage of guys who play instruments. I'm going to say more so than women, but maybe that's... In America, or just going by the students who are in uh, MI, who I went to school with, there are loads of women in the keyboard program and the vocal program. Guitar, drums, not so much, or bass, but still, I just think I'd rather see women out there playing instruments. I'd rather see everybody, but because there's so many female pop artists, I'd rather see them playing guitar, playing piano, singing, singing. Showing what they can do. Because even Lady Gaga can do it, but she does the shit she does instead. Exactly. Like, and that's can, if still you watch, tragic to me. Yeah. Like, she, she can't actually... How
0: talented she really is, and it's, just, yeah. it's squandered instead, on... Instead, yeah, squandered on fashion and, garbage,
1: and... Meat
0: suits and whatever else yeah, she does. Yeah,
1: whatever other attention-getting bullshit. Like, get up there, play piano, and you may alienate some of your audience, and you may have people stick with you, but it forget it. Like, it can go. Yeah. Honestly. Lose the beats. Lose the stupid suits. Ugh. Anyway, Jim Blossom. Jim Blossom's, blossoms <laughs> right. <laughs> we knew it was going to be fun kind of going to see them and I really liked their last album. Actually, right. their last two, I have both of them. No Chocolate Cake and Major Lodge Victory mm-hmm. and uh, No Chocolate Cake in particular was awesome. That came out in 2010. Right. That's and really I would heard the, the single... I don't remember. I must have heard it online because I'm sure I didn't hear it on the radio. Mystic's Array, yeah, yeah, which was a really good song. It is. And it sounded like Gin Blossoms. It did. Yeah. Even though it's 18 years after their first album,
0: yeah, and their their sound really hasn't changed at all. It's no, which not is at great, all. And I love that.
1: I like that too. I don't I,
0: like when bands feel the need to reinvent themselves when there's no necessity.
1: There's been a lot of that lately. I, I mean, the last few years, like as an example, the Killers, like their second mm-hmm. album was a complete 180 from their first album. It was. And I thought, what the like, why?
0: It was, I mean, it was it was more straightforward rock than kind of like that synth-driven sort of artificial music, if you will. Yeah, but even... Because uh, there was a lot of that on Hot Fuss, and then the second album was more just kind of a rock album.
1: Yeah, but I just think it's weird just to make that much of a turn in one direction yeah. in between your first and second album. Especially when your first album was so huge and you should just do what works. <laughs> yeah, or at least have a transitional album where you're taking some of those like synth elements out and maybe focusing more on being a band. Right. And then fast forward to... Some bullshit like human, where it's just a straight dance song. Yeah, it's just a fucking club song, and that oh, that drives me nuts. No, yeah, me too. <laughs> where there's, I don't think there's any instrumentation on it whatsoever, from what I've heard. But uh, yeah. that's what I mean, just going off in too many different directions. What was that? Like their third album or something? Mm-hmm. Fourth tops, but yeah, mm, I don't know. Anyway, uh, I do like bands who don't sound like Nickelback's an example of a band whose every every single sounds the same, right? Whereas a band like Gin Blossoms, they have a sound, and it sounds like Gin Blossoms. When yeah. you hear a song, it sounds like them, but it's and not necessarily. 20 years
0: later, they still sound like the Gin Blossoms, right? And that's but awesome not every
1: song sounds like "Hey Jealousy" until no. I hear it from you, right? It still, it still sounds like them, and uh, that's one of the reasons we we're we were pretty excited. And they came around kind of recently. I think they played in New York within the last year or so. I think they played at BB B. King's in Times Square. And I was kind of tempted to go. I don't remember if I mentioned it to you or not. But they're a band who I always did want to see because I did like them. There's stuff I've revisited in the last few years, probably starting with Oasis back in 2004. Bands who I've come to appreciate now more than I did. While I liked some of their songs when Mm. the songs were current, like obviously some, a bunch of the songs I should say on the first Jim Blossoms album, and a couple songs from Collective Soul, and even songs from Oasis. In the last, let's say, eight years, I've really gotten into bands that i've kind of revisited and thought well let me listen to more of their stuff yeah starting with oasis and then building a bands like gin blossoms collective soul i mean off the top of my head those are the ones that kind of jump out of me where i thought wow i really need to get more of their stuff yeah and i did and it's great <laughs> and
0: i want to do that too like especially with the gin blossoms i want to explore their other albums i mean obviously the first one was great yeah um and that was my childhood listening to that on cassette <laughs> over and over and my over again my sister I remember and hijacking the cassette, loved it, absolutely making a loved copy it. Of it.
1: <laughs> back in the days when you had to dub cassettes, <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, and then after that, like as the '90s progressed, you know, and there, they had a couple more albums come out. And I liked the singles, but I was starting to get more into the emo pop punk kind of thing, and then just kind mm-hmm. of forgot about the straightforward '90s rock, yeah, for the most part. And but now, I, I appreciate that that kind of stuff a lot more, and kind of want to go back and revisit. Yeah, that stuff finds its stuff. way
1: more onto your. Into your speakers than nowadays, like definitely. the emo stuff does yeah. or did,
0: but the the show was really good. Uh, they were they were very good. Yeah, um, they were concert, alive.
1: Yeah. Definitely go see them if if you like. Even just the singles, because of course they played those. Yeah, and, and
0: they they played all their their hit singles. Uh, you know, "Follow You Down," "Hey uh, Jealousy," obviously, uh, "Found Out About You." Mm-hmm. Uh, most of their stuff from the first album, uh Twenty Nine, which is probably my favorite song on that album. Yeah, absolutely, it's it's amazing. But, yeah, I mean, they, they, they did every single they've ever had. Yeah. Every hit single, at least. Every hit, yeah. Yeah. Every like, hit single. If you know phrase. Jim Blossom songs, yeah. if
1: you went to the show, you would have recognized the majority of the songs. Mm-hmm. I knew a few. They played quite a few off their last album. So I did recognize those. They did at least four. Yeah, they played Miss Disarray. Yeah, they did that. They opened with Don't Change For Me, which is the first song off No Chocolate Cake.
0: Yeah, which I hadn't heard yet, and uh, I loved it in concert. Yeah, That's it's It was a really good song.
1: Yeah. It was. It was really, really good. And unfortunately, I'm the asshole who sings along with the whole song. I try not to be obnoxious about it, but (laughs) I will sing along with it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I heard other people singing to that song, so I guess some people knew it in the crowd. Probably, Yeah, Yeah, and
1: that was the weird thing. It was
0: packed.
1: It was. It It was was more packed than I thought
0: it was going to be. Yeah,
1: I haven't been to the Stone Pony when it's ever been that packed.
0: Yeah, it's a small place in comparison to other concert halls or or venues, but uh, it was definitely more crowded than I thought it was going to be. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was definitely surprised by that. <laughs> and speaking of the audience, which is probably more the more overwhelming uh, topic of discussion with regards mm. to the Jim Blossom concert, because the concert was great, we have no complaints. The audience, though, kind of bizarre in that I've never understood. It was the first thing I said to Ryan as soon as we left. Um, and it was so packed, and we were not feeling the audience so much that we yeah. didn't even stick around for an encore. That, and we had no idea what they would have played. Right. They played all the songs like, yeah, we would have known. They
0: watched all their singles, all, all their hits. Of anything we probably wanted to hear, so.
1: But because of the crowd, we didn't even want to stick around anyway. We were just like, fine, let's leave. Yeah, we were just being bumped
0: into all night. and <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I, I have a very short fuse when it comes to being bumped into at a, yeah. in a public place. I'm you just... Know, consistently over the course of a couple hours, and I just, each time <laughs> I get more frustrated. <laughs> I'm and, uh, so
1: confused, though, how people will go and they'll play in, the, in a case like this. The show was like twenty five dollars. Right. Why you would pay twenty five dollars to stand around and talk to your friends while a concert is and going drink. on behind you and drink? Yeah. Like, why why wouldn't you just go to a bar if you want to hang out? Right. With your if friends? you just want to drink, just go to a bar. <laughs> yeah. If you want to drink and talk to your friends, go to a bar. We were yeah. surrounded by people who weren't paying attention to the show mm-hmm. and were just hanging out like there. There is. I don't know the name of the place, but there's a club up the street, which I'm sure had a DJ. Mm-hmm. and served alcohol, and even if there was a cover charge, it would have been less than the ticket into the right. Stone Pony. Like, is like, it... Like, why are you
0: going to buy a ticket to, to see this band and then just go there and drink? Yeah. They're like, oh, well, we're going to go to the bar tonight, but
1: we have to yeah. pay is uh, it... for a concert
0: ticket for this band that we don't even want to see.
1: Is it the prestige of going to the venue? Like, we went to the Stone Pony on Saturday. Is that what it is? I don't understand. We're surrounded by people, and I'm like, oh, god, damn it!
0: I mean, the Stone Pony is a big piece of Jersey Shore heritage, and we are very happy that it is still standing Yeah. Uh, after sandy when a lot of other things are not along our shoreline but uh there's no real prestige in actually going to the place i I, would you you, you can really go there any night you want and just drink if you want to yeah they're open basically every night it's not really a rite of passage
1: (laughs) (laughs) no no and if it was once upon a time it's definitely not now
0: and the audience was weird there was there was a large contingency of uh middle-aged women most yeah. of whom were drunk.
1: That's the funny part. Was like seeing... women
0: that were probably our age when their first album came out. Yeah, and or younger and now are in their fifties, and
1: <laughs> it's kind of funny seeing people who is one of the remarks I made to Ryan after the show. You see how Generation X kind of turned out. Like in the early '90s, there was that whole feel of like Generation X and No Future, kind of like a watered down version of what the kind of British punk scene was like in the late '70s. Yeah, where it's like, oh, no future in this, and there's a bunch of disillusioned kids but yet they've all kind of grown up to be like their parents but with iPhones right like all of them they have gray hair and they've you know put on a little bit of weight they obviously their their lock screen on their iPhone is their kids Mm -hmm. like hey well you know what after all that Yeah. Belly aching. You've grown up to be just like your parents. Here's your release. (laughs) Dancing around
0: at a concert, recapturing your old days, swaying with a drink in your hand. Thinking about bumping into someone next to you and with your eyes half closed. Yeah.
1: Thinking about how great the old days were. The old days weren't that great. No. (laughs) You just didn't have kids. You weighed less. Your pants fit better. Maybe you had more hair. There's no difference. The old days weren't always great. No. Not at all.
0: (laughs) And there were also uh, a pretty decent number of very young girls there who I guarantee weren't even born when New Miserable Experience came out. Yeah. Which is kind of weird, too. And they weren't
1: really into Who maybe knew hate Jealousy,
0: and they, they were just texting the whole time throughout oh, the show. annoying.
1: And same thing. Why would you pay to go to a show to not watch the show? Right. And what's equally annoying, which <laughs> we couldn't shut up about, because Ryan and I have been to more concerts than certainly anybody else. Here on, on the shows and on the site i'd say in the last particularly in the last five years it's gotten more pervasive the amount of people who anytime like for instance uh, hey jealousy was the big one yeah. everybody whips out their phone and starts recording the goddamn song yeah does anybody actually i mean i've done it i've i've taken pictures i took a bunch of pictures of iron maiden but it's also because it's a big show and they have a bunch of stage pieces and all that so there's kind of visually there's more going on than just yeah. the band on stage playing the song Nothing against Jim Blossoms or bands who don't have those kind of uh, big shows, but how often do you actually go back and, like, I'm going to watch a video? Or would it come up to somebody where it's like, man, I saw Jim Blossoms at Stone Pony. Oh, man, do you have some footage on your phone you can show me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Does that ever happen? Do people actually look at that? Like, let me watch that Hey Jealousy clip again. Or do they just upload it to the YouTube channel and forget about it? Right. Like, I don't but think they're doing phone, it as a service to other people.
0: As far as technology has come, like, cell phone videos can really be great. I mean... Most of the smartphones now will shoot in 1080p HD video. Oh yeah, but the sound is still awful. Like if you're at a concert, the sound is going to be grainy and staticky, and it's just going to sound awful. Yeah. So I mean, that's the the audio is one thing where if you're in that loud of a setting, it's just not going to come out well. So I mean, the the video might be crystal clear, but the sound is just going to suck.
1: (laughs) Actually, in front of me, because Ryan was almost kind of behind me, just we couldn't really find a totally comfortable spot in the audience. But there's a couple in front of me, and this dude pulls out his phone, and he's filming, I don't remember what's one of the singles. And he's basically holding his phone above his head while he's making out with his girlfriend. And he's basically shooting the backs of the heads and the people in front of him or the ceiling of the Stone Pony and not the actual band, and I'm thinking, why bother? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He was not paying attention. And not that you need to be completely focused, but that's one of the reasons I, I may record a little clip of something for I mean I, I haven't even done that in quite a while I will take pictures I took pictures of Chickenfoot when we went a couple months ago right I did take a few pictures in Iron Maiden but that's it I'm not gonna film a whole song like I prefer to be present in the concert yeah and enjoy the concert as it is I'm not looking to, to document it I'd rather just remember it right as <laughs> silly as that seems.
0: Yeah, and for all you know, they'll do a concert DVD anyway at some point. Yeah, and
1: it'll look and sound and feel like the concert you went to. Right. (laughs) But without the cruddy sound from your cell phone. The iPad people are even worse. Oh, yeah. Why would you bring that to a concert? Because people want to I I don't even understand that. Like, Do you just want a bootleg version of a concert? Like you're half... The distance between the stage and the door to the place. And you're going to film it from far away. Shake it. Hold up your fucking iPad. Oh, man. You just kind of want to go in front of them and just kind of smash it into Exactly. I mean, obviously, I don't like memes. Tablet smack. And I know... (laughs) Tablet smack. (laughs) I I know Ryan has no affection for memes either, but there was one floating around, which I loved, which was a photo somebody took of the person in front of them who had an iPad on the stage who was recording a band playing live. It said something like, Hey, Jackass, I'm here to see the show, and I'll watch the band on your iPad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was funny. I, I just don't understand why that would even occur to people. Like, it, why go there to, like, I'm going to film the show? Like, go and enjoy the show. Yeah.
0: And not only that, it's a $700 piece of equipment. That right. If you drop or <laughs> <laughs> anything like that, you're, you're out quite a bit of money. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's not the setting you want to bring something like that to. Yeah. Chances are the concert isn't worth that amount of money. Having a video of that concert isn't worth the risk. No. <laughs> so weird to me. Uh, yeah, like I said, I will take pictures. I'm not picking on that, but yeah. I would whip my phone out for the amount of times people pulled their phones out to record video. Like everybody around us. It was ridiculous. It was pretty ridiculous. And it was packed anyway. Like It was tight. So it's not like you were able to kind of stand back and you'd have your own space and maybe able to... Yeah. Hold your phone even kinda steady. And
0: if you're short like me, see, being behind a bunch of people that are holding their arms up in the air with cell phones, you can't uh, see it's even. It's gotta be the worst. More, yeah. That, I, that, I always get stuck behind the tallest person in, in the fucking place and I'll move and there's someone who's a little less tall and I still can't see. So And, and people, then I get a good view and then everybody moves and then there's tall people in front of me again
1: and I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> So, if Ryan rules the world, all tall people need to go. Everybody needs to go in descending yeah, there, order. There's a, according a height, to their height. hierarchy.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I never get away from so that. So, I
0: would always be right in front of the stage. <laughs> there's
1: always some guy who's six foot seven who ends up in front of me. Yeah, so even in, you. Never, you're tall, yeah. and there's always. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Kareem Abdul Jabbar is, is in front of right? me. Right. Just in front of yeah. me. And I'm like, really?
1: Why? Why? I mean, I, I can't complain overall because I'm still six feet tall, so I can see pretty well, but. I'd still rather not have to look over some guy's shoulder. Anyway, the show was great, but we're befuddled by why people go to concerts to record them on their phones or stand around and chat while a concert's going on. Yeah. Just confused us. (laughs) (laughs) Struck us is just so weird. And it's been more common. Since smartphones have come around, I definitely think the recording has become more pervasive, like I said earlier. Yeah. It's... It's so weird. I almost enjoyed going to concerts more 10 years ago because you didn't have to deal with that before right. everybody had a fucking camera on their phone.
0: Yeah. It was a more enjoyable experience, yeah. without a doubt. And one thing we didn't know uh, in the Stone Pony, they uh, redid the whole bathroom, the whole men's room. And it used to be kind of scummy, the bathroom in that place. It mm-hmm. used to be covered in graffiti and stickers, and it was just kind of broken down. The faucets usually didn't work, <laughs> and it was just really a dirty, dirty place, but... uh so we brought we got we did a new collection of stickers for our uh website and we were gonna just go sticker up the bathroom yeah, when wallpaper we were there. the bathroom. And we, we walk in and it's like clean as a gem. Yeah. yeah, everything's redone. It's like the bathroom at the Ivy. And there's a bathroom attendant <laughs> there, so we're like, well shit. Yeah,
1: what the hell is this? And all they have is a little strip with a couple of um like mini posters for upcoming for events upcoming at shows. the Stone Pony. But we really thought it was just gonna be a dingy bathroom like we were used to at the yeah, Stone Pony. Free advertisement. <laughs> And I haven't been there in a good couple of years either. I think I was there like two years ago. We saw some friends of ours in in Stolen Roads play there. But, wow, what a change. Yeah. I was really, really surprised by how nice the bathroom looked, which doesn't happen in a lot of venues at all. Right.
0: (laughs) And why bathroom attendant is still a career. (laughs) Yeah, for anybody, even if you're going to go to it. I'm not going to give you a dollar for you handing me a paper towel. Yeah, that I could have gotten myself. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I do think that's bullshit. If I took a squirt of cologne or if I took a mint, I'll leave a dollar. Right. Because I'll pay for what I'm taking. But, like, I would have gotten a towel whether or not you were in here. Yeah.
0: And especially (laughs) at a place like this, I just, if it was a huge venue and, yeah, you know, a big bathroom. Yeah. Or even, like, in 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 Atlantic City,
1: most of the casinos will have an attendant. Right. Because they have a tray of cologne or or mints yeah. or whatever.
0: But in this particular case, they weren't offering us anything. There was there was no gum or yeah. mints or cologne or anything <laughs> on the uh, the counter where a the sinks dude were. on a stool pulling yeah. the
1: paper towels out of the dispenser. I, was like, I can
0: do this myself. Thanks. Exactly.
1: <laughs> I'll politely take the one towel and dry yeah. my hands with it and say thank you. But that's I'm not going to give you a dollar for that. Mean,
0: it's usually a polite old black man who is in this this position. But it, uh, I gotta yeah, say yeah, that's, like that's absolutely true. <laughs> that's yeah, something I've noticed. That's but, what uh, I
1: see. Yeah, more often than not. <laughs>
0: Sorry, old kind gentleman, but <laughs> yeah. I'll get the paper towel myself. It, it
1: is pretty weird, though, that it was at Stone Pony of all places. They had a bathroom attendant. so, yeah. it was so weird. The bathroom was clean, and there was a dude on a stool handing you a paper towel yeah. when you were done washing your hands. A little weird. Like, I almost
0: half expect them to just hold
1: their hand out afterwards. I'm like, right? Because no. <laughs> I know that's what you want to do. That would have been just as surprising as the condition of the bathroom. Um, Excuse me. <laughs> what, low five? <laughs> <laughs> Well, we hope you've enjoyed uh, hearing Ryan and I talk once again (laughs) about music. (laughs) Tune in for more shenanigans in the future. There'll be another one of these little episodes with Ryan and I coming up soon. So until next time, this is Chris.
0: And this is Ryan, and thanks for listening to Two Peas in a Podcast.